Hi, this is Madeline, a.k.a. Groisha, founder of Growing With The Seasons. Our new voice, Season 1, is the foundation of the intergenerational conversation. It's been in my heart to do. We need more mirrors and voices to inspire our choices. For in the reflection of each other, we all grow wiser. I know I have. To learn more or get involved in this and other co-creations and conversations, check out the website gwtsfamily.com. We offer many ways to help you groom your authentic expression. Here we grow. You learn that people kind of grow themselves through stories and it's rather genius. It's kind of like what movies do. It's how modeling works. It's a mirror neuron. You make up a story. You try to grow into the story. It keeps you motivated. Like it's not necessarily a horrible idea. I think part of what it is, is the story we tell and if we're telling it from our lower nature and from a split brain, or if we're telling well, it from our well, Humans have always told stories in order to understand and to express ideas. So that's necessary, but it was, it's just like you say, where, where does your inner storyteller reside? Where mm -hmm. do they live? Right. And, what are they vibrating from? Like, what lens are they telling the story from? Are they on the high side of the life and looking back and reflecting at the ways that they saw groom them into something holy and great? Are they holding on to certain spaces to tell people that they live through pain? Because I do think that the trials are part of the stories. Like, you think about any story that you watch in the movies, there's always that spot where you can't believe you got through. You know? Right. But I think you can tell that part differently, too. Right. Like it's exciting that my life was so activated by certain, I guess you could call them traumatic events, or you could say timely divine events that kicked my ass and woke me up at the perfect way. Right. I just had to choose every time how I was going to speak about it so that what I needed was going to be able to find me or not find me because the vibrations creates the relationship. So if I'm going to speak for something from a place of like, well, I did this, um, no one's ever gonna because I'm like this and whatever, I just know I'll always be and I have to, whatever. Then, okay, well, peace out, you know, see what comes right, in. Well, then that's how it's gonna be for you. Yeah, and you're like, I bet it's like if you, if you confront a person and say, hey, you know, I don't know if that's gonna bring in the gold. She's like, well, you didn't live with my mother. You don't know what it's like to be me. You don't recognize. And I sort of got, sometimes I'll tell you, Mary Willis, from the God's honest truth and forgive me, but there's a bartender who likes to keep it real. And like, I sometimes feel like people are making trophies for me of like, who's the biggest victim? And I'm like, okay, anyway, so what we're going right. to know? Like, I, I don't, I don't have that kind of empathy because I only know it to be a journey to make you into your best. I don't think any of the things that happened to me is bad. I'm excited for living through them and hopefully getting smarter. And then some you have to live through again to really learn it. But I did it. If you do my charts, my birth chart. Invaded right. astrology, yeah, which is the oldest and original, and probably the most accurate as far as the stars' alignment is concerned. Mm -hmm. Saturn in retrograde is my ruling planet. Oh, so that's where we are. That well, I I went through. Fancy had brought up Vedic astrology on a phone call. So, you know, me, I went doing my research and that led me to about a week and a half in a particular channel. What a cool and, um, thing you do for yourself to learn that way, Mary Willis. 
I got to tell you, the news was not good from the from the material perspective. Saturn is is all about karma, and then Saturn in retrograde just slows it down that much more. And you always get there. Saturn always gets there, but it's um his process is is long and slow. Mm -hmm. is the um the the nutshell the really broad stroke but that's also the way you learn right because like you take it in really deep and you go in law with it like i mean i think the things that i found because like i'm tenacious i'm a badger i'm possessive you know what i mean my charts all say yep yep but it comes from protection. I love my family. I'm here for a reason. I didn't get what I needed as a child. I came in from another life that was hard. Like I've heard the story. I've understood now why the energy formed itself like it did. But I'm now also learning that every one of the habits that I grew because of the way that I am are not bad habits. Like it's great that I'm really persistent and work hard at things. I, I'm happy to accept that nature of mine. You know, it's great that I'm playful and sweet and kind of like can get over it pretty quickly. Do you know what I mean? That's a good thing, you know? So, but then there's also ways where I might be, I don't know, more needy than I need to be, do you know, or more dominant than I need to be. And maybe those things will get shaped by the polishing of being part of a bigger energy now, right? Because we've all been able to be so insulated to a certain degree in our stories, in our families. So now like, this next version, the future self of everyone, has to be able to change in the wholeness. And those changes are going to be revealing and really healing and kind of fun. Right. Right. Well, we are the wave of consciousness that's birthing the next consciousness, collective consciousness of humans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is why what we're doing is so important in that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's as important as breathing. Yes. Right? Because what makes everything happen is our deep breath and our right. choose from a place that is not being kind of... Um, I sometimes feel like when I'm involved with a different types of energies, my I'm being rented out. Like I'm I'm somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not fully home and able to give a clear answer because I'm touching in all the other energies. So I've been really curious about how that works because I track parents and families where one of the children has like a dependency emotionally on some family member and they create this very abusive dynamic with each other and addiction gets involved, you know, hurt and layered hurt gets involved. And like, they're playing out that I think every family has it somewhere that that dynamic of just like the two pain bodies just keep hurting each other, persistence, resistance. And they're kind of in a stagnant kind of like hold and they're doing their best within the hold to grow their best version, to go to what's next. We pray, but they're really emotionally kind of not free. Like their emotions are completely entangled in the other energy. Do you know what I mean? Like right. they can't yes, talk I do. About, they can't talk about themselves without talking about the other energy. Right. I, I've got I've got a, a traffic jam of thoughts 
I'm sorry. I went on a long one. I'm going to try to breathe for a little bit. I'll do some breathing and let you come all the way through. I'm getting excited too. This is how older people like us regulate. We say, slow down. I think you're great. (laughs) Right. I'll do the same thing with you. Let's close our eyes and take a big deep belly breath and join (laughs) the channel simultaneously. Let's do that. Let's pull all the way out and come in together nicely. (laughs) I take all my energy back to me, fully healed in present time. I send all your energy back to you, fully healed in present time. I open our hearts and our centers to align to the clarity that's between us that'll help us understand who we are in this time. And we breathe deep into our belly, letting the root source go down through this ground and the one beneath as deep as we can go to listen to how we grow. And with our breath, we bring it up and it meets us in our heart. And then we inhale up to that space above our crown, up, 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 dropping the whole auric field like a shield around, knowing that our energies speak to each other from a very high frequency and allowing that frequency to be what brings our voice in. And I just inhale and exhale a few more times into the heart and feel that connection that's your spark, that's your clarity. And let's agree to have the conversation from a really intelligent place and be curious and trust that it's always for us, that we learn these great things. The always facing how yourself is in regards to those around you is a function of being very material in the 3D plane of existence. Mm -hmm. And there are those who go all the way through this lifetime doing it that way. And so when you say material, you mean like in that way that they make it all about themselves because it feels so close to them in that way? Is that what you mean by material? Like when you when say- I'm, When I'm saying material, I'll, I'll give you an example from that, that video that I sent to you. Okay. Um, if you posit that, that what this man is sharing is a possibility, Mm-hmm. Then it is said that just like the dinosaurs, humans came into this world and were giants like dinosaurs. But but they came in and awoke with base animal. And we were just a different form of animal. Mm-hmm. It was millions of years later that within the collective consciousness, and that includes the consciousness that is the earth within the solar system, Mm -hmm. beings beings were manifested and they, they dropped in the spark that is consciousness. The spark that is consciousness is, is the apple that eats, from the tree of knowledge, the apple is the spark of consciousness. Then it took 3 million years to fan that spark of consciousness through the humans into a flame. As consciousness grew, the human body shrunk. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And this this is something that has the earth is trillions of years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So humans have been in existence for hundreds of millions of years, if not trillions. And so just like you as a human, you as an energy form, you as a soul, you have been here since the dawn. Being plant, animal, all kinds of humans, Mm -hmm. all different levels, Mm -hmm. with the goal, of course, in everyone's lifetime, and you can see it back as far for us, as far as our own history goes, that we can archaeologically and scientifically prove humans, or at least some humans, have been looking to elevate, to be more like that which created us. Mm-hmm. And there are those that achieved this, Jesus, the Buddha, Muhammad. You know, there are those along the way that they are beings that came into form mm-hmm. in order to contribute to human consciousness, the elevation of that. Mm-hmm. And according to that video, it's every 26,000 years it takes for the earth to go through each of the zodiacs, a life cycle of each of those zodiacs, 26,000 years. And it's said that every 26,000 years, another manifests on earth and we're coming towards the end of our 26,000 year period which will then lead into the next period that won't happen in our lifetimes we'll we'll have more than a few more before that's over but it's like According to this belief, there, there's the earth, but just like we have a soul and are bigger and are more and functioning in parallel universes and so is the earth. But there's actually a set system for this. All of the planets have this. It's interesting, Mary Willis, you're, you're really stirring... Um some some stuff i've been thinking about and i did listen to the video and it's the history of humanity is that what it was yeah called? yeah the hidden history the hidden history of humanity yeah mm-hmm. and uh i've been studying this cardiology for quite some time and they have a way that the energies are in a certain spot called a pure spread right and that's right. Like when we're in our purity when we're in our 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 spots you know and everyone's doing their thing right and then there's the life spreads, and and then there's years, like annual years. Right. And the life spread is like all almost like a rubrics crew cube. Everything was in one spot, and it all got moved to different spots. And now, because you were moved to a different spot, you're influenced by different things. But seemingly, 
to help shape you and teach you and that we've all been kind of like moving around this game, playing cards in a way, learning how to deal with different energies, being different energies, living as kings, living as twos, living as threes, like understanding ourselves through this, un through this like patterns, right? Because it's all mathematical. It's all just ways right. that it uses the planets. Geometry. All the same elements are there for understanding it. It uses the 52 weeks. It uses the seasons for the four suits. It uses the 13 for the moons, you know, so it's all talking about the container that we're living in. So I've been thinking about unlocking these cards in levels of awareness, like unlocking them, just sharing about them, just talking about them is unlocking them enough because they just give us such a liberation to know that, oh, I'm here to do this, just like our astrologer and those things do. It's like, oh, this is how it is. So then you play your card and you hopefully you have fun. You, you enjoy playing cards. Cards should be a good time. You know, it's not about cards or laughter. Cards are great. You know, let's enjoy playing cards. So that's where we get to invite ourselves to enjoy the polishing and the stuff. And that's where we want to be conscious of the things we speak about back into the story that you spoke. But I just found myself flashing when you were talking about the energies of what has been and how we started as giants. I thought about the pure spread and how maybe the way that in our highest divinity, we can kind of like move away from some of the really hurtful things that people are doing to each other, right? Because I feel like in a pure spread, we'd be more in our innocence. And in the life stories, you know, people justify and make TV shows constantly revealing really horrific things to one another. Right. Like over and over. So how are you in a mirror neuron reflecting energy being seeing all that violence all the time and feeling safe and at ease to just live your life freely? Like, I can't watch any of that stuff. I figured that out a long time ago. I would never be found any clarity if I had that shit in my head all the time. Right. Mm, that, that wasn't okay. Right. I, I was going to lose a foot in. Right. But that is the, the distraction that is man. It's done deliberately to flood. Doing it. Where does it go? Like done deliberately, maybe like found out it made money and we all kept doing it, but we're all doing it. Anybody who puts on the TV or does the thing, they're doing it. Like if you're doing it, you're doing it. It's just like, if we're not going to eat sugar anymore, we all just have to not buy sugar anymore until we're not eating sugar anymore. We all came to say, well, I'm going to sometimes, but not as much as I used to. It's like, well, no, like if we know that sugar is making us sick, if we know that watching these things is hurting us, we can't do it. Right. Well, what, what, is coming to me what i'm speaking of is like the 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 gladiator events the things that were done and provided in order to distract that's what hollywood is about in order to keep the people numb to how it works and what you're saying is that you have this knowing of how it works, which is when I watch that, that affects my thoughts and my my very being, my energy that is me and what I represent and how more information comes to me. It affects mm -hmm. the world around me. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying is the truth for everyone. I think so. And they are trying, these are the mystic truths that those have learned 
how to distract in order for people not to use their magic, not to come in to their power, not to. And in all of my history journeying, mm-hmm. I discovered that King's leaders first happened because a group of people were in need. So they took over, they went and took what they needed from another group of people. So then the leader, the king, whatever, would be the person that says, if you support my life, then I will keep you protected. Oh, And that was the beginning of it, was the first spark that is that of fear. Mm -hmm. Right on. Uh, That's good stuff, Mary Willis. That's great. Let's slow that down, like, because that's that's really beautifully clarity there. So am I hearing you say that the way we moved from the acceptance of ourselves and maybe the purity of ourselves into a place of fear and dominance is that somebody needed help. Somebody said, let's go help them. And when they went to help them, they said, okay, I'm going to help you. But now you have to be, you know, working in a way. You have to be looking out for me more important than anybody else. Yes. Dude, think about that. How go, go all the levels on that one. Like, holy moly, right? Because first of all, we're not here to save anyone but ourselves. We're not here to help each other. That's like the way that this pent up magic wanted to be expressed. So we thought if we were running around trying to save people, we'd feel magical. But the only way to feel magical is to be free. And we cannot be engaged in someone else's reality in a way that we think we can control them or they can control us or dominate us or be afraid of us. Like, that's not relationship. That's that's jail. That's hurt. That's pain. That's not even fair. Exactly. But, but what will come to be is the learning and evolving on how to have right relationship. We are in the chaos now of the vast majority of people aren't even in quality relationship with themselves. Mm -hmm. So how they be expected to be in right relationship with other people? Mm -hmm. Now, that's how the churches... The churches did it the same way mm-hmm. by that they would just like the king because throughout antiquity, you find that the only thing that rivals the emperor, the, the king, the czar, the queen, whoever, is the holy, the shaman, the, the, the person in Aphrodite's and the temple person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the, it's an interesting thing to think about power. And of course, power is the way to, are you having fun? Like, that's your power. Are you willing to see it in a good way? Are you willing to enjoy yourself? Are you willing to do something to expand an experience? You know, that's the whole thing. Like, the idea that someone else is telling us yes or no, I mean, that's part of the using the outside to make the inside grow. The inside. Well, that's where I was going with it is all of these kings, pharaohs, and everything feeling 
that they needed to put up these giant proofs that they are godlike. <laughs> and think of it, it's kind of crazy, right? Because I'll say as a king, right? Because I'm I'm a king in the cards. One of the things I cannot deny is that everything pretty came to me. Like I was very blessed. You know, a lot of the things that people went through hard times to receive, even some of my trials, I was often very blessed. I was given a lot of resources, you know, I was giving a lot of leeway, you know, so I was given a lot and then I had to show myself that I could do it, right? Because I needed to show myself that I could trust myself because sometimes when you're given a lot, you don't know that you can trust yourself and you think other people telling you. And I have found myself as a grown ass woman, strong as a tree saying, I don't know, is that okay? Am I all right? And she's like, why the fuck am I asking somebody if that's okay? Am I all right? Like, where is that even coming from? Like, why do you know? But it's the nervousness it is to fully express yourself, right? Because there is power that comes from getting at ease with your expression. Right. Because now you start to come from a flow state when you communicate, you see people become like all sorts of involved and like that guy, you, your new boyfriend there that we've been listening to, like he's come into his voice in a way that he can really take in information and bring it back really clear. Right. You know, like he can distill it. So, and articulate it so that you can put it into practice. Yeah. Like make it usable. According to, I can't remember that guy's name from the video. My God, boyfriend, you don't even remember his name? That's ridiculous. Michael? Michael, okay. <laughs> no, not him. I, I know about that boyfriend. I'm talking about the hidden history. Oh, I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name. No, I don't know anything. I was talking about. And he spoke about the Lemurians and the Atlanteans, mm -hmm. and, and they were given a choice towards one towards the more spiritual the or the more material and the atlanteans chose the more material and took all the technology all the gifts and the atlanteans were that and you heard him say that you can go multiculturally across any continent and they all have a world flood story really? just, i said oh yeah oh i've watched that thing three times i'm taking notes well wow. yeah. yeah every single every single major religion has a world drowned story and there was one person who rescued the people who survived were on the tops of mountains oh wow so then do you think that's because everybody learned the elements and the extremes of the elements in the process of the lifetimes so you think it's because everybody's experience no matter where they lived included classrooms of that type or you think it was in some kind of a collective download that people used one there was a collective download there was one of the the talks i heard Michael Meerdad talking about mm -hmm. spoke about the three wise men that that showed up for Jesus. He said they didn't get a Facebook reminder. They didn't, you know, they from thousands and thousands of miles away 
read in the stars. And he spoke about there was a Chinese emperor that wrote about this child being born, wrote about Jesus being born. And then he wrote from his reading in the stars, he wrote, they have killed him. They have just killed him. Wow. He never met Jesus. He never, but he was able to know the information mm -hmm. from a celestial and spiritual, intuitive, guided place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He understood and knew. And for me, that's proof. I mean, the fact that, that he even found that information, I can't give you specifics, but I didn't take notes on that talk. Well, I think, I sense that there is a collective unconscious and conscious, right? In that you, we can feel those things. I mean, I've certainly had experiences where I like felt and knew things were happening to people. And it's true that the busier I got, the more that was going on, the less that, that skill set has been. Let's say young mother, Man, I had a tuner like, forget about it. You know, once these twins came and I hit my 40s and I went for this ride, La Viva Loca, I lost some of that and I wasn't able to tune in. But I can still use it when I'm one-on-one, -on -one. like I still have access to that, that clarity, but I don't have it like I did have it. But I had it as a young person very strongly. I could feel things from far away and know right. what was happening. So I understand that feeling, but I'm also curious of that way that that person was willing to stay still to receive it, right? So that's that center line attention. That's that growing from the inside out stuff, right? Because right. there is a clarity and a knowing in each side of us when we can use our stillness to cultivate it, right? When we're living through certain situations or stories that won't shut the fuck up in our crazy town, we can't even listen to what's growing from the ground. That's right. So I agree that these stories are miraculous understandings and simple, simple, like they resonate so deeply when you share about it, when I watched it as well, like they resonate to be like, oh, geez, that makes sense. Right. We don't know that the consciousness of us and them makes sense as much as how do we make ourselves accountable for the energy that we are and not use justification of anyone else to not be a star? Like how do we reconnect ourselves to the stars? If we were giants, we were sourced to star. We were connected. Right. So how do we reconnect? They also said that when humans first came, that, that, okay, remember he said that the first two races of humans were ethereal and white body and then came into flesh and bone. Mm -hmm. as the, as, but the humans did... All, most of their communication and most of their living was done from uh, an energetic level. Mm -hmm. And the point was to become and to be human, hence the animal instinct, and then came the spark of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he said that yoga... The reason that it came was because these giant avatars had come here and they were so busy, everybody sitting around meditating, communicating that way. They they were awkward and gangly and couldn't move their bodies really good. Um so yoga was was transmitted in order to balance 
the internal with with the external unit. That makes so much sense, man. That's exactly why I was drawn to it. I remember getting involved in it in the after the kids were born. I was doing exercise. I was riding my bike. I was doing Tai Bo and this and that. But I took a couple of yoga classes. I started to work with the adolescents when I was bringing in yoga. And I could not get over the intimate relationship I started to develop with my intuition through yoga. And like, right. I, I miss that time. But I know that not to say that asana isn't important, but living a life of yoga is living for that union. And when I tasted that and I did my whole kundalini yoga training and I went through that process of reclaiming myself, I stayed connected to that part of me as like, these two things work together. Like I am that inside being worn on the outside. You know what I mean? That place I, I found in yoga is the part that I want to make the loudest voice. Right. You know? Yoga is not about the perfect position or being able to hold it for however long. Uh -uh. Yoga is the prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then focusing on nothing, on focusing on your breath mm -hmm. and at the body, it forces you to be in this moment. Mm -hmm. And what I was sharing with you is that it, it hands me a whole new perspective. If I am a human who is looking at my life as just this one life, and then I'm going to die and be in heaven. Well, then I look at, I can look at very easily my life situation, circumstances, yada, blah, snore, and be very upset about it, a wasted life. Mm -hmm. To now maintain my knowing well that that releases so many levels of human interpretation as necessary it 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 doesn't invalidate but it means it It negates my need that I might not be saying that correctly, but I got to say it to get it out. It negates my need to look back at the minutia and focus on it, the root of this or the root of that. Instead, it gives me, well, it gives me, I, I feel released because my function my goal is so much more than this life mm -hmm. it also makes this very moment more precious and more important mm -hmm. than even when it when i looked at it as a single lifetime yeah it means that this moment right here is feeding infinite lifetimes to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember about seven or eight years ago getting a really clear message or download or however you want to speak it. That's like anything you do in this moment, in this dimension, you do in all the dimensions. So everything you do right now affects everything in all spaces and time. And I was like, oh, wow. So then... No past, no future, only now. So anything I create in my frequency right now 
is affecting wherever I am. Right. So that's the responsibility to what song are you singing? What diet are you bringing to your brain and your thoughts? What company are you keeping? Because that's what's creating the vibration in all other realities, dimensions, spaces, and time. Right, which is why, and this was way before I ever watched that video. Remember, I told you I'd line up for source baths, and I'd call me and this plane and all others. Well, I didn't know that I knew that there is me on this plane and all others. <laughs> for focus on source path and source channel and in order to unify, make more solid, more steady, the vibration that is me. Like I see in that video, the, the visual that they would give of the earth and the sun, all the planets. I mean, you see them moving up like a DNA strand, the way that they're spinning around each other. Watching that gave me, it's like, it's something that I already knew, but it gave me a visual so that from this human perspective, I see me as an important part of like the whole school of yarn, you know, mm -hmm. um, all the moving parts that are happening, the, the sacred geometry, the, it's like, I am everything and I am nothing. And I have a full understanding of that in this very moment, like a visceral sensation of that right now. Mm -hmm. I'm no more and no less than a blade of grass outside or one of the plants or animals. Mm-hmm. And we are all here interwoven, interconnected. And you can see it in the um like the Celtic and medieval, all the knot work that they've done, like you know, illuminated pages of the Bible, all the intricate cosmic swirling and connectedness and including animals in those images basket weave yeah a basket weave of interconnectedness i call it the, the spider web oh my god mary willis can i tell you the funniest thing about spiders so you know i you may know this i mean i'm totally a a, a storyteller in practice and i never know who, who i tell what stories to but when my kids are really little and there was became the four of them and I had had teenage boys. I got married to this guy real fast, ended up pregnant and, you know, had the glory of being Tristan Cole's mother. But in the throes of it, I was really stressed out because I wasn't mothering my second two the way I had mothered my first two. And I wasn't able to give them the same presence. I was going to college. I was listening out. So much was happening. Right. And there was this tree in my backyard and she was a maple and she had like big, like roots that came out of her. And I used to call her grandmother spider. Right. So she became like my friend and I would just like talk to this tree and there's like a nice little patch of trees in my yard. And so she told me one time when I was crying on the deck about leaving the children and what to do and yada, yada, she says, make a plant for each one of them here around me and get them nice soil and I'll take care of them when you're not home. Like let them connect to the earth through these plants. So I went and I picked a plant for each one of them and I made a little ceremony and I put something sacred that was theirs in the, by the tree. 
And Grandmother Spider helped me take care of my children when they were young because I trusted that she was actually helping them stay connected too, you know? And it was my imagination, it was my own fun. But Grandmother Spider then became this thing that I started to hear about. People have sent me stories about her. Grandmother Spider is also connected to the Sweat Lodge. Grandmother Spider is the mother of the hero twins and Tristan and Nicole come in as these, so all this weird stuff. So it's always been a thing, right? And then there's the ugly part of the spider, you know, I can hook it and hold it and make it mine and all that, you know, so I don't always love the spider reference, but I get that there's a spider game in my game. So I get invited to go to Unifier and I decide I'm going to go. And at first I asked somebody who's a friend of mine for help and they're like, well, you know, and I was just like, so then somebody really wanted to go. Somebody I met at the at the farm was like, I'd love to support you in that. Of course, you know, it was its own experience, but it felt so good. I was like, oh my God, totally. So I was like, well, let me go meet him. You know, let me go to his house and get a sense of, because I didn't really know him, but you know, you don't know if I'm gonna have to carry stuff, go over here, go there. Like, it's nice to have an assistant when you go do these things, because I like to bring my present to it. Well, I tell you all this because we decide we're gonna drive two cars and I go to meet him and his truck has a giant like decal of a spider on it and on both sides of the truck. So I literally drove to lead myself to Unifier to talk to families with a spider behind me. And I just was laughing about how it was like weaving the world, you know, like interconnecting everything, like everything I'd ever done was coming together at one fire. And like, whether it was, you know, whose festival is that my prayer to tune true and be the best that I could be was being followed by a spider weaving a web, you know, behind me. So I definitely really touch on that spider in a in a, a good way when you mention the spider. It makes so much sense that we'd be weaving of a grid-like, but I think it's when we're weaving from our lower nature that we lose some of our clarity. Right. Well, but what I my lower nature is when I except as a human, the denseness that is me as all that is me. The denseness that is me as all that is me, like meaning this is it, like what I am right now. Yeah. Oh, and not being any other illusions. Cause I agree that can make you get all like full of stuff. Like, I mean, I'm obviously not grandmother spider, I'm Garisha and I'm Madeline, but spider energy and the idea of weaving tickles me because in some part of my realities, that makes sense. Hi, this is Madeline again. If you're interested in learning more about co-creation and building a new foundation, check out the website gwtsfamily.com and get involved. Join us in growing this frequency of more peace and harmony and possibility. Turning in all the directions, calling above and below to the space inside me that longs to glow. I call for the wisdom of my teachers and my elders and the wisest part of me. What is it that's going to set us free? How can we find harmony in this family? Please teach me. Show me the way. I know. The way will open. Where is it? Where's the fire? Rhythm in the middle. Stay centered. Stay true. Do what you're here to do. That's what'll soothe your soul. Mm. Mm. 